Alright, hello everybody and welcome once again to the Center of Infinity. This is EK alongside with Miss Courtney, the 540 foodie chick. Hey guys! And we are here to talk about the weird, the strange, the unexplained, and all that good fun stuff. Yes. And tonight's topic is time travel. It absolutely is. Are you excited? I'm pumped. I'm excited. It's going to be dope. Are we just going to talk about movies the whole time? I feel like that's a potential. Specifically Back to the Future. But I want to dive, I want to, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, but I want to dive into some of the mechanics that are, that are in play with some of our favorite time travel movies. Yeah. Um, because there are lots of different theories about how time travel would be possible. Um, and, you know, the movies, you know, the, the super nerds out there like to debunk all the stuff that happens in the movie. So like, uh, like all the paradoxes and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yes. like, well, if you go back in time and you change something that alters the course of your future, it changes everything. Would you disappear? I don't know. I guess it depends on what you changed. Like you had already brought up back to the future. So I'm going to dive right into back to the future. Okay. Okay. So if Marty runs into Marty. Yeah. That's a problem, right? Yes. Like, that changes things. Yes. Not so much for future Marty, but certainly for past Marty. Yes. So I feel like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like what would the effect of that be? Because, oh, well, you know, the space-time continuum would implode on itself. Like, how do you know that? Like, it's just, a, it's all theories. It's all theoretical. How do we know what would happen if if there were time travel? Maybe it's a lot of, like scientific hypotheses well there there are lots of them so <laughs> let's talk about some of the things that happen in back to the future okay so in the first back to the future movie yes um you know marty goes back the first time in the delorean and he crashes through at the he's at the twin pine mall and he crashes through the woods and he takes out some trees and he ends up in, in the barn right yeah and then like later in the movie when he goes back to the present um it's now the lone pine mall because he knocked over one of the pine trees and it's no longer the Twin Pine Mall. So, like, yeah. that happened. Does Marty have memories of it being the Twin Pine Mall? Or when he goes back to the future, does, does all memory of what changed just in his head? That is a fantastic question. Because in the movies, he retains all memory of all, <clears throat> of all, all timelines. Right. Everything he experiences, he retains those memories. And I think that makes sense. I think that you, the traveler, would retain all your memories, and you wouldn't have memories of the future. So when Marty gets back to the future, and life is entirely different, yeah, he would have no memories of that entire life that was different. No memories of vacations that he spent with his family. No memories of his dad becoming a successful author. You know, <laughs> all of those memories don't exist in his brain. And that's not even addressed in the movie. It's just if you're paying attention, that's clear. Marty has right. no recollection of the, the events that have happened because of his changes to the past. And that makes sense to me. Yeah. So this same dynamic exists in this show I just watched on Netflix called Travelers. Um, and, and with travelers, these people are sent back from the future, um, to fix a catastrophic event, um, 
that that decimates the world population. And as they make changes to the timeline, um, more people are continuously coming back in time with different memories because the timeline has been changed. Right. So like they're coming back in time and they're like, oh, don't you remember when this happened? And it was all well, protocol too. Like, I don't know. We have no idea what happens in the future. We leave the future in the past because they don't come back. Once they go from the future back to the past, mm. they're in the past. There is no going home. Okay. Which also makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. You it shouldn't... throws you off when, when you first hear it, but it makes sense. Right. Like, so like going back to back to the future. Right. Marty went back in time. Yes. And should have stayed there and not been able to return home. Right. Like once you went back in time, that was it because the future that you came from at that moment doesn't exist. No longer exists. Right. So you have to live it out. And then, you know, as long as you don't screw it up, you'll be born again. <laughs> and you could influence the life of that you that is born again. See, that you... would be what I would be afraid of. Is it like I would fuck something up and that'd be it. Well, you would still exist. The you that came from your original timeline would still exist, but yeah. you could prevent future you from happening right. or alternate you. Bizarro you. <laughs> I don't know. But just think about like how, how wacky that concept is. That is crazy because then like potentially, well, not potentially, yeah, potentially there would be two of you. Right. So. There would be one regular age. And then one at your current age, which would make you older because you're in the past. Another from the future to the past. Yeah. Okay. So another really good uh, couple, another couple really good time travel. Cause I feel like th you're right. There's so many great <laughs> movies and TV about time travel. Like yeah. that's, that's really where a lot of the, the ideas get marinated from, you know? Right. So Donnie Darko. Yeah. Excellent movie. And I've seen it, but I'm going to tell you that I haven't seen it since it came out. Oh, wow. I got it on Blu-ray and I got the director's cut. <laughs> so. And let me tell you, there's a lot more explained in the director's cut about the time travel element element in that movie. Yeah. It's interesting. Um so uh where was it? Where, where was I at? I was talking about time travel. Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Idiocracy. You seen Idiocracy? No. You there's ga there's Gatorade so. in the water fountains. Gatorade in the water fountains. No, I've that doesn't sound familiar not, to you. No, I've definitely not seen that. Okay, <clears throat> you're missing out on a, an amazing underrated movie. I was gonna say now I feel like I have to go home and like Netflix it or something. Idiocracy. Okay. Okay. It's got uh, Luke Wilson in it. He's like the. I like Luke Wilson. He's the star. Uh huh. Uh, Terry Crews is in it. Um, Terry Crews. Right. Can't go wrong. Uh, Dak Shepard's in it. Oh, give me Dak Shepard. I'm saying. <laughs> armchair expert for the win. Yeah. Um, who else is in it? Maya Rudolph. She's, okay. She's the leading female role. Yeah, I can get behind that. Um, and it centers around this slacker from our time uh -huh. who goes into this government experiment where he gets cryo-frozen, whatever, and he wakes up in the future of America, and it has become an idiocracy. Um, and the way that humanity has evolved, the way they explain humanity evol evolving is this way. The intelligent couple 
well, we just want to make sure that we are financially set before we have kids. Oh, I'm really involved in my career right now. I don't want to, I don't want to have children and not be available to them. So we're going to be responsible. And then you got Billy Bob Joe who lives in the trailer park, who's having his 16th kid by his 14th girlfriend, um, producing like crazy. So we end right. up over time with a population of, of irresponsible idiots. Right. And the world that you'd live in as a that result of that. seems right, yeah. But how this ties into time travel is uh-huh. future time travel. I feel like that's that's where we're going to be. Like, that's the possibility. Are you sick of now? Do you want to take the risk of being cryogenically frozen and then woken up 100 years from now? That's like time travel. You could skip. Is. You could skip ahead to the future. You're right. You're leaving a lot behind if you do that. I'm afraid he's like a goldfish. Leaving a lot behind if you do that. But... You could travel to the future, see what's up. You'd also risk, you know, traveling to a future where it's post-apocalyptic. <laughs> that is also very so true. So there's some risk there. Um, so let me, uh, let me pull up a thing here that I, I was doing a little bit of looking into when we talked about doing the show on time travel. Yeah. Um, there are a handful of, like, like widely accepted rules of time travel. Let me uh, pull it back up here. Okay. So discovermagazine.com has this article, the real rules for time travels travelers. And this is from the March, 2010 issue. So we got to go back in time. Um, so they're saying it wouldn't work like Back to the Future. Uh, you wouldn't have to worry about your parents failing to create you because you already exist. Okay. So that kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier. Like you already are created. Like the you right. that the you that is, is. So even if you went back in time. You would have to worry about not being able to get back though. Right. Or but you wouldn't you have would... to worry about preventing your parents from having you because right. even if they didn't have you in an alternate timeline, the original you still exists. Oh, God. Could you imagine, like, knowing what Preventing you... your existence? Well, not just that, but, like, could you imagine, like, knowing what you know now and being, like, 15 years earlier? Yeah, I'd be a flipping millionaire. <laughs> because, and, and here's the thing about that, though. So, like, you couldn't be doing any betting. Right. I, I know you think you'd, oh, yeah, I'll just place a bet on the Yankees in 2000-whatever because I know that they won the World Series. Yeah. But the first time that you did that. And it would you, fuck shit up. It would create a cascading butterfly effect of the future. So, like, your next bet might not be real because because of the fact that you won $27 million on that one bet, you know, the next game they may lose. Yeah. Just because of, you know, whatever. So you do it once, that's it. Right. You'd only have one <laughs> shot. So go big or go home. Right. <laughs> because once you did that one thing that you were sure is going to happen, everything else that happens after that, that may have been affected by the one thing that you changed, yeah, has a, a cascading effect. And, and your knowledge of the future would become moot at that point. Yeah, I'm sure some things are inevitable and wouldn't change at all. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, I, like, I don't think you could stop Justin Bieber from happening. Uh, but No? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think you could stop Justin Bieber from happening. Because even if you got rid of him, you know, he don't write those songs. Right. It'd be somebody else. It would, be, it would just be some other pop star that, that Hollywood, you know, 
pushed up to through the ranks. Right. You know, uh, D- Disney cranked them out, man. Uh, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, they were all uh, Mickey Mouse clubbers, right? Yep. So, like, it would have just been some different Britney Spears or some different... Ju- you know what? I can't say that about Justin Timberlake. But, like, half of <laughs> But like how? Uh, never mind. That's a whole different subject. I was gonna say, but half of them have like issues. Say again. I, I said like half of them have like issues, like all these little. Oh like, well, yeah, yeah. But that's like a whole other thing. So this is uh this turns out to not be the article I'm looking for because I was looking for bullet points and this is like a. This is like paragraphs. Maybe it was Sean Carroll, preposterousuniverse.com. That might be it. Ah, there are no paradoxes. This is the overarching rule. This is the one I was looking for. So this is from preposterousuniverse.com. Yeah. Um, it's from a 2009 post, uh, May 14th. And it's called Rules for Time Travelers by Sean Carroll. Um, so there are no par- paradoxes. This is the overarching rule. Um, and every other rule bows to this rule. It's not a statement about physics. It's simply a statement about logic. In the actual world, true paradoxes, um, they just, they don't occur. Um, anything that looks like it would be a paradox, if it happens, indicates either that it won't happen or our understanding of the laws of nature is incomplete. Does that make sense? No. So... Not to me, anyway. With a paradox, a true paradox is um, uh, events that require decidable propositions to be simultaneously true and false. Okay. So, that can't be. Right. True paradoxes are hypothetical. Right. Um, Like, to be your own grandfather. Mm -hmm. So, you, you you could be your own grandfather. If you married your grandmother. Right. But you couldn't actually truly be your grandfather. Right. So is that a paradox? Not really. Because you're not really your grandfather. It's just a title. Follow? Yes. Um, However, if you went back in time and slept with your grandmother, which would be disgusting and creepy, but Fry does it in uh, Futurama. That's how he exists. Uh, (laughs) He's his own own grandfather or something like that. Um, But in theory... But in theory... You are you, right. and if you went back in time and slept with your grandmother, the progeny of that DNA splice would not create you. Right. So you could not be your own grandfather. See what I'm saying? Like, yes. So the paradox is the paradox. And, and uh, traveling to the future is easy. We talked about this already because we travel into the future all the time at one second at a time. We right. are moving into the future. Um, so if you stick around, you'll be in the future soon enough. Um Traveling into the past is hard, but maybe not impossible. So, if Isaac Newton's absolute space and time were correct, we could say that going backwards is um, impossible, and that would be the end of it. But Einstein's curved space-time universe, things are more flexible. So, um, you always move forward in time but it's more like a time like curve through space time yeah but how big that curve is uh and how it's caused by gravity could cause timelines to loop back on themselves this gets like way over my head um 
but Einstein was a pretty calculated, intelligent dude. Right. Um, <clears throat> so, if you could warp space-time so severely that you could create a closed timeline curve, okay, then it's possible. Right? So traveling through time is a lot like traveling through space, apparently. Um, so, <clears throat> I mean, they do talk about that all the time, too. Like the... Mm, how do I want to put it? Uh, the similarities, I guess, between time traveling and traveling through space. Say again? You know how, like, actually, like, in a lot of movies, like, they talk about the similarities between time travel and, space like... Space travel, right. Space travel, right. So, like, my question is, is, like, do you think at any point it ever is, like, simultaneous? Like a... Like a wormhole or something, like, in space? So, okay. There's no knowing with 100% certainty... Yeah. That the stars that we see in the night sky uh-huh. are not our own sun at in various states of time and distance from ourselves. Okay. And every star out there uh-huh. is just another one of our suns yeah. at a different stage of its life cycle. Right. With another Earth revolving around it. Yeah. No, and, and obviously it's unlikely, but it's not impossible. Right. For that to be the case. Well, people will say, well, well, this is obviously a red giant, and this star is a lot bigger than ours, according to a telescope that's here. Right. The trillions of light years away, and, and a one-dimensional look from fixed point. It's not like we have a 3D look at all these stars. We right. have our probes that go far out there, but our probes <clears> haven't gotten... Like, right. our knowledge is so limited. It's like, this one is... Yes, okay, this one is bigger, but... Mm. Only bigger because it's closer than said star that's next to it. Right. That's a good point. Um, Things that travel together age together. So if you travel through time and you bring something with you, um, it would experience time in exactly the same way you do. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Black holes are not time machines. Okay, Um, well, there we go. So, if you fell into it, sadly, if you fell into a black hole, uh-huh. it would not spit you out at some other time. It wouldn't spit you out at all. It would gobble you up and grow slightly more corpulent in the process. If the black hole were big enough, you might not even notice when you cross the point of no return uh, defined by the event horizon. Um, but once you got close to the center of the hole, tidal forces would tug at you, gently at first, but eventually tearing you apart. Uh, the technical term is spaghettification, uh, not a recommended strategy for would-be time travelers. Um, wormholes, tunnels through space-time, which in principle can connect widely separated events, are a more promising alternative. Uh, wormholes are to black holes as elevators are to deep wells filled with snakes and poisonous pikes. Um, the problem is, unlike black holes, we don't know whether wormholes exist or whether they can exist or how to make them or how to preserve them once they're made. Uh, wormholes want to collapse and disappear, and keeping them open requires a form of negative energy and no one knows how to make negative energy. Although they occasionally slap the name exotic matter on the concept and pretend it might exist. 
So don't go, don't go chasing those black holes. Stick to the wormholes and the DeLoreans you're used to. There you go. Um, so if something happened, it happened. Uh, what people want to do with time machines is go into the past and change it. But here's the thing. Um, you could go back, you could go back and you could kill Hitler, but your experience of your life, Hitler still existed, did the horrible things that he did. And that timeline still happened. You know? So, yeah. Um, the way that this is explained is what people want to do with time machines is going to the past and change it, but you can't because the past already happened and it can't unhappen. You might wonder what's going to stop you from jumping your time machine, finding your old high school self, and convincing them that they really shouldn't go to the senior prom after all, thereby saving yourself all sorts of humiliation. But if you really did go to the prom, then that can't happen. Uh, the simple way out, of course, is to suppose that travel into the past is, you know, just impossible. Uh, but even if it's not, you can't change what already happened. Every event in space-time is characterized by a certain things occurring, and those things are fixed once and once they happen. So if you did manage to go back in so time to your years high school in high school, something would prevent you from dissuading your younger self from doing anything other than what they actually did, even if you tried really hard. So that's another one of those theories. Like, you can't change the past. So... In the book, they, I think it's H.G. Wells, The Time Machine. Yeah. Um, there's He tries a million times, and he can't save his love. So he gives up and goes into the future. Or no, he makes the mistake or whatever. I don't remember how it actually plays out, but he ends up in the future. But he gives up on the past because no matter how hard he tries, he can't save her. Because what's meant to be is meant to be. Right. Um. I mean, there's a lot of, like, movies, and there's been, like, TV shows that do it, too, and... It like they change things, but it doesn't change the fact that that person died. It changes the way they die. Right. But it doesn't change that they die. Right. Hmm. Um, there is no meta time. And this, this is one of my favorite ones <laughs> because of how much it shits on back to the future. The least, the most re least realistic, the, the least realistic time travel movie of all time is back to the future. Because Marty McFly changes the past, violating a rule six, uh, and instantaneously changes the future. So what does that mean? Time measures the temporal interval between different events in space-time can be quantified by clocks. There is no set of clocks outside the universe with respect that you can go muck around in the past and have events that propagate into the future at the same time. Uh, likewise, your brain is not going to change to remember things differently, nor will any other record-keeping device such as diaries or photographs or embarrassing sex tapes. Sorry about that. So like... The, the picture where he's fading. Yeah. The picture, the picture that he has from the future mm -hmm. would not change. Like, they, the kids, like, so slowly fade out. Right. Like, that just wouldn't happen. Right. Um, you can't travel back to... You can't travel back to before the time machine was built. This is one of my favorite rules. So, time, time travel can only begin... True time travel can only begin when it's invented. And then you could go back to that time. And that could be the earliest time that you could go back to. Huh. That's, that's right? Make, makes sense? Yeah. Unless you go into a parallel universe. Okay. Which is what I was talking about earlier. You'd be going into a different timeline entirely that had completely different... Yeah, what's the movie with Matt Damon where he does that? Oh, where he's the, in space uh, and not the Martian. 
Oh, wait, maybe is it, it was. Was it The Martian? Maybe. No, no, it wasn't. No, um, Planet of the Apes. Oh, you know, you know the one that I'm talking about where he's in space and then he finds himself in like a parallel universe. And then he's like all of a sudden knocking books off of his daughter's shelf. That's not Matt Damon. I'm oh, so mad at you right who now. Who is it? All right, all right, all right. Okay. McConaughey. Okay, it's Matthew McConaughey. It's Interstellar, and that movie is awesome. Okay, but you knew what I was talking yes. about. Yes. Okay. And the way they explain but they're that. So all those movies came out like back to back. Like you totally get them confused. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, you know what I'm talking the about. The way now. they explain that though. Is like I really like that movie. I really like the the the. I love the unique views on time travel. I like when they're yeah. non-standard, like like or or a new concept of how how to perceive time travel. But a lot of them follow these rules, right? Um, and then the rule ten, even even then, your old universe is still there. So that's like when you, what you left behind still happened and, and still exists. And if you go back in time or into an alternate universe and you make a change, you just created a new parallel world that will also continue to exist with different results. Yeah. I just thought it was crazy that like he was space traveling and then all of a sudden he had time traveled. So yeah, time travel. What would you do? What would I do? Following all the rules, if you could go back in time, what would you do? Um, maybe just, like, give people advice. <laughs> like, people that I knew. 80s. I'm going back to... I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm living as an adult in the 80s. 80s. That might be fun. Right? That might be fun. The music and there's com- no real consequences. The, the music coming out is going to be great and I'm going to love it. I'm going to just be fucking happy all the time because it's, you know, the 80s and, yeah. and the economy was still all right. And, right. <laughs> you know. You could probably, like, get some really rad job because you could just, like, blow people's mind with the stuff that you know. Well, you'd have to be like, kind of, cr- you'd have to be kind of careful because people would get onto you and the government would capture you and think you were crazy. Oh, the government would totally catch you. So you need to be, like, real, like, discreet about what you knew from the future okay. and not change anything, but just live through it and experience it for the fun of it. But... You would be like a genius because when computers first come out, if I could live in New York City in the eighties, killing it. You know what I would do in New York City in the eighties? Probably DJ and I would write "Take on Me." (laughs) So funny! That's the best thing I've heard all day. I I would write "Take on Me." I would get my millions from my one-hit wonder, and I would live the rest of my life as a as a rock star through the '80s, through the '90s, when all my favorite music came out. Yes. And then, like (laughs) now, it's a very low plane. That is ridiculous. Um, And then, I must be onto something. They're coming to get us. (laughs) Um, And then. By the time I got back, I'd be in my fifth. Like now, I'd be in my fifties in the two thousands. I'd be in my sixties in the uh, yeah. Like now, I'd be in my sixties. Right. If I if I left today, went back in time. You'd be like whoop whoop. Be ready to go. Oh, be so, like like cool. Like I don't have to live through. Th- I'd be I'd be a cantankerous old man now, complaining about millennials. <laughs> and it would make so much more sense. Right. I just think. <laughs> 
I just think it's funny because you're like I am. Like, we're right there on that millennial cusp. Yeah. And it's like, but like, some of them, though, bitches, man. Yeah. They're little bitches and you just can't. The, the biggest anyway. the biggest problem that I have with 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 our generation and younger because I include our generation in this is the sense of entitlement that uh oh holy fucking shit yes like some of you have parents that didn't stay together through your your adult until your adult life and it really shows fucking a, yeah <laughs> so some of you have parents that that got divorced when you were really young and you had two Christmases and it really shows right like yeah motherfuckers. Two Christmases and two birthdays and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did you stomp your parents, feet until you ca- got a water parents, slide? Parents competing over your love. You're right. Some nonsense is what that is. It was funny because me and my friend were just talking about this the other day. And she was talking about how some of these men that are, like, worth nothing just keep coming back to the same women who are, like, moving forward in life. Mm. And... We were talking about it and we were just like, you know, I don't know what, like, I don't understand why they don't think that there aren't like 10 dudes who will do the same thing. Like, <laughs> I don't need you. Yeah. Um, since having my child. Yeah. I don't know. Something just clicked in my brain, I think. Yeah. Like my driving element right now is just making sure that he is provided for and that his, his future is, is sound no matter mm-hmm. what path on, in life that he chooses to take as he as he grows older and starts to make his own decisions, right. um, I want him to, to have options available to him. So that's really my driving force. So the whole chasing of relationships thing and and uh, like the quality of people today, yeah, I, I just don't have an interest in it. Like, well, There's I, a lot of, if you're anything like me, there's probably a lot of shit that happens and you just like roll your eyes. And you're yeah. Like, you're fucking kidding like, me. And don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> like I miss, I miss the companionship of a relationship and, and, right. and, and some of the physical aspects of relationships. Um, but as far as like that need, like I don't, I don't need to get laid. I don't need to have the company of a woman like to, to be, feel satisfied with my life. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just not chasing that. Plus, most people piss me off. Yeah. Well, I think that's just, like, a thing. Like, as you get older, like, people just innately piss you off because... And and not like not like I'm angry all the time, pissed off, but, like, like, people can't let things be. Like, if someone has a different opinion than you, you don't have to agree with it, and you don't have to not be their friend because you don't agree with it. Right. You can be adults that agree to disagree. Um, and if you find yourself to the point where you're hating someone to their core, the problem's you, not the other person. Uh-huh. If you can't find a way past someone else's faults. Right. I'm not saying you got to be friends with every murderer and rapist. I'm not saying that at all. But, I mean, day-to-day, average Joe to average Joe, if someone, right. if someone rubs you the wrong way because you don't like their opinion or you don't like the, the thought processes that they use to reach their right. opinions. Or, Just because the dude in the cubicle sings take on me every five, right. you know, ten minutes doesn't mean that you have to hate him. Right. You could right. just be you, like, you that could dude's really, annoying. Yeah, you could really think that dude's <laughs> annoying, but to like to think he's not worth something as a human being or not, not – valid enough to have an opinion or his opinion doesn't matter because it's different than yours. Right. Like, F take on me. Eight, six, seven, five, three, nine is a better song. Uh, oh, good for you, bro. Um, <laughs> I'm happy I'm happy that that song makes you happy, but yeah. this uh, take on me makes me happy. 
Right. So, like, why can't we both be happy listening to the songs that we like independent of each other? And instead of saying your song sucks because of this and mine's better because of this, why not say, well, I like my song because of this and leave the hating on the other song out of it? It's true. Now, I'm going to really blow your mind. Do it. I'm not going to hate on Trump, but this is why I think Hillary is a better choice. Would be a much more palatable argument coming from somebody Democratic. Right. Than Trump's a monster and an asshole and whatever, and if we'd have just had it, I I 100% don't respect your opinion. Because if all you're going to do is call names... Then it doesn't matter. Tell me why. Uh, tell me why, with facts, another candidate is better, and I'll listen to your argument. But if you have to add to that argument, plus Trump's an asshole, you lost me because you don't have to crap on something else to qualify one thing. So yeah, um, I know plenty of people that would try to go back in time and make sure Trump didn't get elected. <laughs> But as the rules of time travel travel have told us, it's just not possible. Sure. So, about halfway through, time travel was a good topic. It was good. That took us took us straight through it. It was good. I like it. Um, it is time for us to change segments. And I think we're gonna start. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to eat it. So what is our mystery munchie today? Okay, so your mystery munchie I did not make. (laughs) Okay. My friend made it. Oh, we have a special guest mystery munchie? Yeah, and she is going to be helping me with 540 Foodie Chick. Nice. Yes. Is she identifiable? Um, her name is, well, let's not give her name because she works at a local bakery and technically she's not supposed to be working for me. Okay. But, uh, she's, but she's, uh, just learned how to decorate cakes. Dig it. And she's been baking. And so she's going to be helping me because I've gotten so many things. Well, I fun don't want her to get in trouble. (laughs) I've gotten so (laughs) many cake orders and dessert orders that I need help. That's awesome. So that's good. The advertisement's working. So uh, what is this? What is this treat? She Mm -hmm. called it a cheesecake brownie. Cheesecake brownie. Yeah. It looks delicious. And they would, smell would, hella I, good. I would not have guessed cheesecake by looking at it. Uh-huh. I would have thought marshmallow. Um, but I'm excited. Oh, that is gooey and delicious. She's a good brownie maker. Oh, man. Okay, so... I'm going to chew... Well, the reason, so the reason why, well, the reason why I did that is because I wanted you to taste something that she made so that like, if she ever shows up to like, you know, drop off things for me Mm. that, you know, like you can vouch that she, yeah, that she is like a, she's a good baker. Yeah. This is pretty solid. It's, it's definitely gooey. I like when I eat brownies, I definitely like. I like them gooey. I don't like them more like cake. I yeah. like I like a good gooey brownie with a hard edge. Um, these are phenomenal. Um, I love cheesecake. I love chocolate. I love chocolate cheesecake and chocolate cheesecake brownies. 
You got me. You you win. Uh, I am way impressed. These are delicious. I am going to... Mm. I'm going to not have a mouthful for the rest of the show, so I'm going to put a lid on this, and I'm going to eat both of these <laughs> as soon as the show ends. Do it. Um, but yeah, so like I just, I just wanted everybody to know that her skills are just as good as mine. Yeah, check, check them out. 540foodiechick at gmail.com. That's 540-F-O-O-D-I-E-C-H-I-C-K at gmail.com. Um, place your orders today. There's so much, so much she can do. There's not just baked goods, but... Just and, so much, just and, so much. She can, she can, all, all your edible delectableness. It's just, there. Just wait until next week because you remember what I told you next week is. Since it's going to be the first, the first week of February, I'm going to bring in Valentine's Day cupcakes with oh the, the special cupcakes. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Hey, did you hear they're not doing the Valentine's Day sweethearts this year? No. I don't know what... I only saw, like, headlines about it, but, like, the little candy hearts that got their messages on them. Like a be mine and the... I should make some. Hot for you. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder... I wonder... I didn't read the article. I just saw that they're not doing it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Mystery Munchies, thank you so much, 540 Foodie Chick, our, our dedicated sponsor to Center of Infinity, and, uh... And make sure you place your orders. She's gotten so many through the, through her ads that that she's had to get help, yep. which is a good thing. That that just speaks to how delicious these treats are. Let me tell you. Speaking of your cupcakes, bacon chocolate, bacon, cho- bacon chocolate cupcakes. If I didn't say it loud enough, holy hell, these things are delicious. Um, I really also do the need spicy to make the spicy more. cupcakes, sriracha. Cupcakes. Oh, the sriracha, the Bangin'. chocolate sriracha cupcakes. Banging! I know, I, and and let me tell you, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect the taste sensations that can be created. Enjoy them, enjoy them. Reach out; it's delicious. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna eat it. All right, moving on. Okay, today in weird news, what's what are we starting with? So we're gonna start with an alligator that helps a man with his depression. Okay, so this is hmm. a therapy animal. What are they called? Emotional support. Oh my yes. god, it's an emotional support alligator. <laughs> yes. So the sixty-five-year-old man in Pennsylvania says that his gator Wally eats chicken wings and shares indoor. And shares an indoor plastic pond with a smaller rescue alligator named Scrappy. Um, the Pennsylvania man says his emotional support alligator helps him deal with his depression. <clears throat> and he is a. Can I get an emotional support Russian bride? Is that a thing? <laughs> to help deal with your d- depression. To help deal with my depression. <laughs> Um, it says that he is registered as an emotional support animal. He's a five foot long alligator. That likes to snuggle. That likes to snuggle. He likes to snuggle. Um, there was a, there's a doctor. There's a doctor that gave him approval after he, oh, he didn't want to go on medication for depression. Yes. Let me just get a gator. <laughs> You give me gator, I'll be fine. 
Oh my goodness. Um, it says Wally was rescued from outside Orlando about 14 months ago. All right, 14 months old. Oh. When he was rescued. Oh, oh, oh. And he was 14 months old when he was rescued. He eats chicken wings and he likes his other friendly, smaller rescue alligator named Scrappy, um, which we mentioned before in the header of the article. And he acknowledges that Wally is still a dangerous wild animal and could probably tear his arm off, but he says he's never once been afraid of him. So if you're looking for an emotional support animal, go to philly.com for some information. And this article came to us from the Huffington Post under the weird news category. And it was put up today. So it's it's a new article. And we're going to go ahead and change gears to our next article. Uh, where you can pray with the Pope through your iPhone. And I don't know if any of you have seen these recently or not. But a lot of churches are putting up these pop-up like... Um, prayer things so there's a couple people that have like a pop-up prayer booth um well people when i say people i mean churches um there's some churches that have these pop-up prayer booths and then they also have these drive-through prayers which i find to be a little a little funny um i mean like how do you do that like drive through confession like do you just confess your sins when you drive through but like i thought they weren't supposed to see you i don't know weird um but this article comes to us from npr.org and it's titled pray with the pope from your iphone and this came uh from january 20th and it says click to pray are not words you'd expect to hear out of the Pope's mouth. But that's what onlookers heard during the traditional Sunday, ad- Sunday address from Pope Francis as he introduced Click to Pray, an app for a communal prayer aimed at young people. Um, the internet and social media are, <coughs> are a resource of time, said the Pope. And from a balcony overlooking St. Peter's Square, Francis then gestured to the tablet. Father Frederick Fornos, international director of the Pope's World Prayer Network, held up the device for the crowd to see. Here, Francis said, I'll insert the intentions and the prayer request for mission from the church. He He tapped the screen several times before glancing at Fornos, Did I do it, he asked. (laughs) Um, The Pope has made earnest efforts to embrace technology, tweeting frequently, calling from the web, a gift from God. Um, Now he's given his followers a convenient way to turn on their smart devices and see what the leader of the Catholic Church is praying for them at any given time. Pray every day. Reads... When it opens, pray together with others, give to the community. More than 18,000 people have clicked on the Pope's prayer 
intention for January. The prayer for young people and the example of Mary focuses on young Catholics, especially in Latin America. But the app is more democratic than the Pope's Sunday Sunday address with the timeline and prayers from other users that you can scroll through. Similar to social media feed, people write prayers for weddings, celebrations, illnesses, and more. Um, and you can click to pray with others and leave a comment. Uh, let's see. A prayer in English asks for where can, where I can make a difference. Um, while others in Italian seeks to find the end, the end to international borders, prayers in Spanish, French, Portuguese, German have also been posted to the app. So that is very cool. Um, I think that it is super awesome that everyone is starting to sort of like embrace technology and it's very cool that these men who have for thousands of years, um, done these things on a very like regular basis are turning to technology to sort of gather young people. And I think that that is a very good thing. Okay. So our last article comes from HuffPost.com and it was posted on the 18th man hospitalized after injecting his own semen to treat back pain. So, A new study in the Irish Medical Journal recounts a case of a 33-year-old man who was hospitalized after repeatedly injecting himself with semen to relieve his chronic back pain. The first reported case of semen injection was used, was a use for medical treatment. Um, Doctors in Dublin wrote that, wrote a study titled Seemingly Harmless back pain an unusual presentation of sebaceous abscess so the man's homemade remedy was reportedly discovered when he showed up to the doctor's office complaining of severe back pain while examining the patient the physician noticed that his right arm was swollen and inflamed the explanation the man gave to the doctor was was an unlikely one that he didn't expect. The patient disclosed that he had been intravenously injecting himself with his own semen, an innovative method to relieve his back pain. Doctors wrote in the study he had devised this cure on independent, independent of any medical advice. So the man reportedly said that he purchased a hypodermic needle online and was rejecting was injecting himself for the past 18 months. Before visiting the doctor, he said he hurt his lower back while lifting a heavy object and gave himself three doses, according to the study. Um, the semen reportedly entered the man's entered the man's blood vessels and muscles. And an x-ray revealed air trapped beneath 
the man's skin. So what happened is that, <coughs> excuse me, he ended he ended up having to um go into like one of go through the decompression um sessions. They're called antimicrobial. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, he had to start antimicrobial therapy, um, in order to have the infected area drained and all the air out of his blood supply. He's really lucky that he didn't die because it, because a lot of people, um, get that little bit of air into their circulatory system and they end up dying so he is a super super lucky man um and i'm so glad that everybody joined us today for the time travel episode and hi rome (laughs) and romance just walked in the door yay romance Romez, we were talking about time travel earlier. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, yeah, time travel, sweet. Do you know anything about time travel? Yeah. It is possible. Time travel is possible. It's possible. It yeah. It's possible. Like the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle could be out. Oh, don't tell me about that. That the Bermuda Triangle could be. Yes, let me tell you. So I'm going to, if you want to go, you're more than welcome to come. So me and Ashley are going to Bermuda in October. Just October? I'm going to be in the Bahamas. You're going to be in the Bahamas? <laughs> oh, me, my I'll God. Leave. I mean, Jamaica. Jamaica. I'll leave for Jamaica. You're going to go to Jamaica. That sounds like I'm fun. Go Maybe we should go to Jamaica. Are you going on a cruise? Yes, going on a cruise with my family. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you if it was a regular cruise or if it was a gay cruise. Oh, if it was a gay cruise, then I'd probably have to pack 50 condoms. Oh, oh my God. I'm going to get all that damn loot. I'm like, okay. Oh. Okay, what? I'm going to have a train in there. So not what I was expecting you to say. Oh, wait, oh my goodness. and drink a lot of tequila, and then you guys can take me on. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, that's all for tonight, and we'll see you back in about 10 minutes for the beat.